Hello everyone. Welcome to another episode of the unknown and the unexplained. I'm your host, the original Dansky. And tonight we're going to be talking about something that is so wild. I can totally understand if some of you immediately start hearing this and are like, Dan, this is crazy. This is just too far, Dan. You've gone too far with this one. And I say, nay. We've not even begun, brothers and sisters. This is the unknown and the unexplained, and we're going to delve into it as far as we possibly can. As far as the human mind can fathom. And tonight, we're going to be talking about something that's going to bridge on the boundary of insanity. And that is the crosswayed interlopers incident now this takes place in europe around 2013 so this didn't take this was 10 uh, almost 10 years ago which to me is recent <laughs> i know i know some of you're like man it's been that long yes it has almost 10 years and it was very early morning these two cops get dispatched to this facility first off this facility this it starts off weird this facility is in the middle of nowhere out in the out in cumbria where there is nothing around for miles upon miles and these cops get dispatched there and this building is an extremely high-tech building we don't know what's going on in this building. We just know that the security countermeasures for it are extremely high tech. We know that not only do they have security cameras, not only do they have security sensors, alarms, etc. They also have infrared detection systems inside the building. And the security system is telling the building manager who is off-site that there is definitely something inside the building causing the alarm to go off and it has been detected on the infrared scans so there's something definitely inside the building according to the security system and this information is being relayed to these two cops that are going to this building out in the middle of nowhere if you listen to my show and you're a cop let me just say you sir have or ma'am i apologize you ma'am or sir have my total respect because that is definitely a job you will not catch me doing they do not pay you guys enough for the risk you take and I know people are like, well, you know, Dan, the cops aren't doing too good lately. The cops have been uh, going nuts. And you know what? There's always going to be a couple bad apples and a whole bunch. We've always had issues with people being crazy. But you know what? That doesn't take away the fact that there are so many cops that put their lives on the line every day. And we need to respect them and stand up for him so i'm going off topic anyway these two cops are dispatched to this joint way out in the middle of nowhere <clears throat> so 
after arriving, they park across the way and they're watching this building and they sit there for a while and nothing happens. And that's when they see the lobby light come on, it flickers on. And then they see the automatic door open and then it closes. And that's when they begin to think, okay, this is a security software issue because everything is software. Everything's uh, connected to stuff these days. Nowadays, it's all on an app. But they figure this is a software issue. And that's when things get really weird. That's when they see one figure come out of the door and start walking around and it starts running towards the right of the building and then right after that another figure slightly taller runs the opposite way and these guys are just sitting there and they're like who are these guys and um they can tell by the uniform even in the uh, dim light of this lobby light flickering on and off they can see these guys are police officers you can tell by their covers by their vests these are police so they start looking around for another police car and they radio to their headquarters asking if any other Units have been dispatched and they say, no, you are the only unit out there for miles. In fact, if you need backup, that would be an issue because they don't even have anyone for backup. They are literally out there on their own. So then they start thinking, okay, maybe there's on-site security the building manager comes back and says, no, we don't have any on-site overnight security. That's why we have the security system. And it's not just that they saw these guys. Remember, the security system told us there was movement inside the building. And now we've seen these two people come out of the building and one run one way and the other run the other way to the sides of the building. And they don't see these guys again for a while. And then they see them come back to the front. And they're all standing. These two guys are standing in the front looking confused. And then one kicks a pebble. And this is a mundane piece of information. But I want you to remember this taller police officer kicking this pebble on the ground while speaking to this other police officer and then they slowly they look up at the squad car this police car and see these guys in the cop car and they begin sprinting full speed towards the cop car and the guys in the car think, okay, here we go. Now we're going to get some answers. So they put their covers on, open their doors. And when they step out of their vehicles, these guys have disappeared. And we're in the middle of nowhere. 
and you can see everything around you. There's absolutely nowhere these guys could have gone in the few seconds they turn their head to get, exit their vehicle and these guys are just gone. I mean, where did they go? They were running full speed at you one second. Open the door, turn your head, look at the handle, pull the handle, push door open, look forward, still see them running at you. Put left foot out to exit vehicle. If you're on the left side, stand up. They're gone. Even if they change direction, even if they change their minds and decided to run back, you would see them going another direction. They can't just disappear and there's two of them. They both just disappeared. Yes. They both just disappeared now these cops watching this are not ghost hunters they're not uh you know out there looking for paranormal incidences that's not what they're thinking about so they see this and understandably they're kind of shocked they don't really know what to say. So they don't say anything for a good while until finally one of them says, you know what, we should probably go up to the building and just have a look around. He's probably in his own mind trying to explain what he saw. He's probably looking for answers to explain what he just saw, which is pretty unexplainable when you have two human beings just disappear literally right in front of your eyes. That's crazy. And they can't even get in the building. The building is completely locked down. They have to relay a communication to the building manager to get them inside the facility. So when they finally get this, they go in, nothing's coming on. Everything's shut down. It's completely dark in this building. You can't see anything in this building. And they split up and they're both searching the building. They're looking for these guys, which I don't even know how they would get back in the building now that it's secure. But, you know, I suppose you would look everywhere since at this point they've disappeared. Who knows what you saw? You're probably questioning your own senses at this point. As you're walking around this building by yourself in the dark, probably trying not to get freaked out by what you just saw, which is unexplainable. And it's about that time these guys are looking around the building that they hear this front lobby door open, close, and then the alarm engage again. So they both probably start, I mean, the one telling the story explains it, that he immediately starts running outside. He gets outside 
and he sees that the only way someone could go out the door and completely get out of sight is if they turned right and then went to the back of the building, which is the shortest distance. So that's what he does. He immediately takes off. I mean, he's using those police officer instincts to the right, takes off, gets behind the building, and he sees that there's a refuse area behind the building, and it's a dead end. <clears throat> there's no way you're getting past that. Dead end. He, he himself, he was trying to jump over the wall. He couldn't do it. It only took him a moment to get there. So even if you did get over the wall, he would have at least seen you going over. You would have heard something. But as he explains it, nothing could have gotten over that wall. And I, uh, as you know, if a police officer tells me that, I'm inclined to believe him. So he begins making his way back to the front of the building. And that's when he comes to his friend, the slightly taller police officer who went to the left. Instinctively, his friend went to cover the right. So he went to the left, ran into the same thing, made his way back to the front. Let's remember the two figures we saw that come out had come out of this building and one ran to the right and the other taller figure came out a little while after him right after him ran to the left that's that could be coincidence that could be coincidence now these cops are standing around outside and they're trying to explain they're trying to figure out where to go from here so they're discussing what they're going to radio in it must be a software error but they keep going around the point that they actually saw someone how do you explain that these people they saw that disappeared and they're confused trying to figure it out two figures standing outside confused when his friend the taller cop kicks a pebble on the ground and that's when it clicks this is this is where it, when it gets crazy he begins thinking to himself no way this is impossible this this isn't this isn't just impossible this is crazy they both stop and look at each other. And then they slowly turn and look at their car. And that's when they see the two people in the police car. And the car light is on. And they can see it is them. And they're almost playing out a loop that they had just watched. And that's when they start sprinting to the police car. I mean, God knows what is going through these guys' minds. As I would too. I would be sprinting back to that cop car like it was my lifeboat. We see the car doors open. 
Guys in the car put their caps on, put on their cover, go to step outside, and they vanish. These guys get up to the cop car. They get in and they leave. They don't ever talk about this for years. This They only recently told this story and they told it under a fake name and if it's all fake names there is no crossweight enterprises the only thing that is true is the location Cumbria you know we hear stories like this and we think oh this is crazy this makes a good story but it can't be fact could it? This couldn't be real. I mean, that's too terrifying to conceive having slips in your own reality, seeing yourselves playing out another time, almost like two dimensions overlap. And you see yourself playing out a scenario right before you play it out yourself. I mean, we try to believe that we are in control of our own reality. But as we learn more about the concept of what reality is, we start to realize that the human mind is far more vast, more vast than we ever thought. Like the stars, there are universes between the synapse of our minds. It is an insane concept it could be real what if these guys literally were in a temporal slip or let's go even further what if the stuff inside this building that had this crazy security system was creating some kind of vortex what if it was constructed in this area in particular because there is something like maybe the dimensions are closer to each other in that area I, I don't know how to explain it I don't even know how to really conceive of it because it's so so wild and we want to say that it's a story we want to say that it isn't true because we're scared because we can't explain it. And it is kind of scary. It would terrify me if I saw myself somewhere doing something and then I found myself doing that exact same thing and I look over and I see me watching myself. That's about the moment I have a heart attack. What was really going on inside this building? What really happened 
that morning in Cumbria. Did these guys see their doppelgangers? Did our dimensions get intertwined? Did time itself overlap? Did reality itself overlap? What happened? These events will go down as unknown and unexplained. Thank you so much for listening. I am the original Dansky. And remember, whenever you go into the dark, my friends, don't go alone. <laughs>